You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in, everybody. This is the Locked On Texans podcast from the Locked On Podcast Network. I am John, some sports guy, and always to the side of me, my man. Cody Davis. How the was yesterday? With a party twist. Oh, yesterday was pretty good, man. Uh, just like you, everybody out there that's going to be listening to this when it drops, just excited for the game of football to be played. And this is probably the first preseason game in a very long time that I watched just all the way through. Me too. Uh, and but, not but even we, we had to. We had know. to, of course. But uh, whenever they would go on breaks, I was switching over to other games. Like, I was catching what was going on in Arizona. I was mm-hmm. catching what was going on just across the league. Uh, and boy, was I excited for football. <laughs> I've never been this excited for preseason football. But I just think because of the storylines, especially surrounding the Houston Texans, which is on our list of things to talk about today. Of course, we got a hint on. We have a new running back post. uh, Not post, but whether he passes his physical or not. You guys already know about that. Cody has been kind of lobbying for this guy for a while now. Oh, I was so excited. Uh, (laughs) So we got to talk about Duke Johnson. Of course, that is on the menu today to eat. But the big course, like the Duke Johnson thing is, is the appetizer, or, or it could be the dessert. No, it's, the, it's more the dessert. Sweet news, Because right? we got to talk about, this is when you don't get the appetizer. You just get the entree. And, and the dessert afterwards. Yeah, and dessert like, we're not, We don't need a salad right now. It's football season. Give us the meaty meals. But uh, one thing I can't wait to talk about is this game. And this is Locked On Texans Podcast. Now, your daily Texans talk with some sports guy. And Cody Davis. Let's hop right into it. Preseason opener last night against Green Bay. We've talked about it for the last three to four days. Joint practices, getting kicked out, uh, not liking joint practices, who's doing what. Everything that has taken place in those storylines around the Houston Texans. Cody last night was just one of those. All right. Anything leading up to this point, it matters. But it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> this is the pl- point in your life where you have to go out and prove it. And first and foremost, was the son watching the plan last night or was this just Joe Webb making things happen out of nothing? Man, that was just Joe Webb making things out of nothing. Joe Webb made that game man, more exciting than it should have been. He really did. Man. Like, Joe Webb, man, listen, the last time we was on the show, we had this whole back and forth exchange talking about who should be the backup quarterback. Somebody on should've. Twitter. What's his name? We'll find his Twitter. Yeah, you're gonna find that guy. But in the meantime, you know, we we was talking about who they should have got. And but but well, oh my gosh. Like Joel played really good. Like he made some Deshaun Waskin is moves and plays last night. Shout out to my boy Justin P. Wanted to start some Twitter beef. He was a Twitter, sorry, Twitter beef, guys. He was just having some fun. But Joe Webb did look pretty good. He had two interceptions. One of those really wasn't his fault because of the breakdown, because of that breakdown on the left side of the offensive line. But he, but I, I mean, but most of that I kind of feel like it was like Jitters, receivers' think, fault was, because they didn't really run their routes completely. And then it was like the safeties were like overplaying, but he ended up being in their being in their um best intentions. But, I mean, you look at – the guy played really good last night. This was very exciting. and um, He completed 25 passes, threw for 286 yards. 
Well, he did play the whole game, by the way, because we didn't have. Uh, he also rushed for f- six times for forty-seven yards. The kid we we signed uh, two days ago, uh, he suited up because of the injury to AJ McCarron. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought in Jordan Tamu. He did suit up, and I think he was there for insurance purposes. To save you 15% or more on your Geico insurance moving forward. But uh, Joe Will played all four quarters. And I thought that he made some plays in that game last night that gave that Texans offense a boost. One thing, Cody, I really, really focused on because of the fact that going into this preseason game, every day outside of uh, leading up to Sunday, rather, we were looking up and try, waiting to see uh, Nancy Foreman. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not there no more. And so going into this game, uh, right before the news broke that Duke Johnson was traded to the Houston Texans pending a physical, you know, I said, okay, well, we already know that backup position is a position that needs to be looked at thoroughly, whether we secure a backup or a third back. You know, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. who was going to, Step out last night, and I got to tell you, because there was a lot of things, a lot of good things I saw last night Mm -hmm. from everywhere. Now, I was very disappointed with the defensive line. They did not get too much of a a pressure on the quarterback. Brent Hundley had a good night. Boyle had a good night. Uh, And the last guy, I forgot his name, the third string backup from Arizona State for the Green Bay Packers. Even he was able to make some plays and get some time in that pocket. So I was very disappointed in the pressure that the defensive line was not able to cause. However, moving forward, on the opposite side, the combo of Howard and Khalil, Cody, is going to be scary in a very bad way. <laughs> not more so on Howard because I did see some good things from him. Yeah, I did It was too. more so out of Khalil. I saw Khalil get, just like we, what we saw at practice when Rashawn Gary Boyle rushed him, mm-hmm. I saw that. I saw the inability to get off that line, off that snap quick, which meant he had to do some holding. He's had a big hold that they had called back on the interception that Joe Joe Webb threw, so it, mm-hmm. it stood, but caused him to hold because he had to hurry up and get his man because he was just not getting off that ball quickly. I would say, when you talk about Khalil, I would say I saw more so rust than anything because I, I know this is a guy, I, he, I, I he knows how that. to play, but I just, he missed all of last year. The last two years, I think he played a total of four to five games. So you're looking at a guy who who's rusty. Yeah, and no, he, I can and see that. So hopefully, put it like this: if he's doing these that's the same mistakes come game one in New Orleans, it's a problem. Th- then it's a, problem. it's a problem. Then it's a problem. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a problem, and I can't wait to discuss a little bit more about the offensive line, what I saw from uh, the running back position, and a little bit more news when discussing the Houston Texans' first preseason game. Guys, we're excited, just like you are at home on the way to work. On the way to drop off your kids, whether you got early school, prep school, it doesn't matter. Good fathers, good mothers, we're all the same down here in the Houston, Texas area. And all of our Texans fans, you can catch us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Megaphone. And you can argue that sports.com. Don't forget to subscribe. What else did we see from the preseason game last night? Don't go anywhere locked on Texas Podcast on the Daily Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back in, guys. Thank you for following us on this journey of just trying to become better Locked On Texans podcasters. Uh, Me and Cody have been podcasting for a very long time. 
an uh, hour format of doing things is a little bit more crazier. I would I say, say debated. It's just fun. It's debating, more, very oh, more debating de- for sure. Very much more uh, uh, debating, but. I know you guys had a chance to watch the game. If not, watch the game in live, live. Go back and catch highlights. You know, everybody, especially considering headlines, news, mm-hmm. moves, or none moves, or uh, whatever the case you want to make it in, we, we're definitely going to talk about a big move that happened a few hours before the game yesterday. So uh, everybody's truly invested in, into seeing how this team is going to turn out. And it all starts up front. It always starts up front. No matter what you do in football, it starts up front. And last night, uh, I mentioned Matt Khalil. Now, alluded to how Johnson, uh, not Johnson played, Titus Howard played. So, I was invested in seeing how the combination, or different combinations, because we know about how Bill O'Brien does things. He wants versatile guys, or whatever that means. But, uh, Howard... I liked Howard at the guard position. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played some tackle last night, played a lot, a lot of guard. And at that car, guard position, because the combo of Howard and Khalil, that was a scary combo, like I said. But last night, Howard had some good moments. Uh, his play action blocking was pretty solid. He was able to sail the run and then come back for the play action uh, pass block. That was pretty good. That's one thing I picked up on camera just watching the game. That was awesome. Uh, I did see some issues with his run blocking. Now, he did have uh, two good blocks. Looked good on that big Jones, Tyron, Tyron Jones run that was called back. Actually, it was not called back. It was a uh, fumble. Tyron Jones fumbled that. But he did look good on that run. Created some uh, pressure off the ball. Um, and that Crockett TD. Those were two good runs. Uh, outside of that, I did see just some issues with his get up off the line for the run blocking, even with the pass blocking, but it's a little bit easier to retreat back whenever you're pass blocking in a sense. Uh, and that was a little bit more of his strength from what I saw last night. But he he, he had some good moments. Of course, there's always going to be things to work on. I like his uh, pickup play recognition whenever guys will shoot through. and He just kept his head on the swivel, picked up guys that were linking out, and I really liked him a lot of guard. I'm not sure about him at tackle right now, Cody. But, and I'm going to say this, I'm not sure about any left tackle right uh, now on that left team. Left tackle was okay. Left, I'm not sure about any left tackle right no, now I mean, on he that was okay. Team. I mean, you might be talking about that one play where the pressure came, he didn't look too, too good. But I mean, it was solid. It wasn't. It wasn't as good as his guard play. I must admit that. But well, I'm speaking generally just about that left guard. I mean, the left tackle position. Period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. So I would say once again, give it time. It's just still too early to tell. I, I believe by the last preseason game, you will see an improvement on the left side because I didn't. I really didn't think it was that bad. Could have been better. Yes, and I think that's what we're gonna get by the time we get to that last preseason game. Now, center Greg Mance got hurt last night, caught it off the field, so speedy recovery to him. Kiki Cutie also got hurt last night. Mm, that was scary. It was, man, it was uh, mm-hmm. one of those, no. But thankfully, um, the ankle injury is not as serious as it looked. Yeah, because on, on field, at the time of play, it, it looked very, it looked like one of those, yeah, we, we lost Kiki for the full year, uh, and that is scary. but. 
Uh, Greg did go down the center, and Nick Martin hasn't been able to play with the first team or play at all because he's been nursing a hamstring injury. Mm -hmm. So he hasn't been able to practice a play as of late. Greg got the starting uh, spot to go out there. He got hurt. Now his backup, Shakur, at center, I thought he looked really well. Uh, I thought there were some things that, yeah, he can work on this, work on that. However, I thought his run blocking ability was really good. And by the way, Fulton looked good last night. Henderson didn't look that bad last night. Now, granted, this is preseason, and a lot of the starters was not playing for the Green Bay Packers, but the line itself did a decent job, also considering the Houston Texans rushed for 138 yards. Mm -hmm. Now, I did mention the defensive line early on in the show, how I wasn't just really impressed, but they did keep their opponent under 100 yards rushing. So that's something you can look at. I thought the run play of the defensive line was really good, but the pass play of the defensive line, I didn't really see a push to get any pass rush last night. So I, I would hold that against them, but I also want to give them credit in the same light by saying it. they actually did play really good well to stop the run. Uh, vice versa, the Houston Texans offensive line played really well to get the run off, which is important, all things considered. We had to see who the hell is going to be our backup running back or two. And speaking of the defensive side of the ball, I really like what I saw from Bradley Roby. Yeah, um, I know he 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 gave up a couple he gave up a couple plays, but I mean for the most part he did a solid job holding down his own. I, think, I, I I like I I really like what I saw from him last night. I think a lot of the DBs looked solid. No, nothing too much. You know, nothing. Nothing really just popped off the screen. On both sides. Yeah. I mean, uh, once I again, it's the first preseason game. the first preseason game, game yeah. But uh, I did like the run-to-pass ratio. That was big. Uh, the Houston Texans did rush the ball uh, 29 times last night. They passed the ball 25 times last night. So that was a good ratio. I don't think the reason why we didn't see a little bit more passing plays because there's no quarterback controversy or anything like that. We know that position is sold up. We also know that we needed to give those those guys carries in order to see where we're going to lead off. And the running back that stood out to most, the most to me last night was definitely Karan Higdon. Running back out of Michigan, rushed for 1,100 yards last year. His final season in Michigan, eight carries, 37 yards. I thought with the the entire running back by committee that happened last night, a lot of guys touched the ball. You look at the breakdown, six carries out of Joe Webb. I'm not going to count him. So running backs, eight carries, seven carries, six carries, and then two carries by Ferguson. Uh, Tywan Jones had seven carries for 28 yards. Crockett, who had a TD, had six carries for 24 yards. Crockett looked good last night as well. Mm -hmm. uh, I was very impressed by the running back by committee and all of those guys. I think the Houston Texans are going to have uh, a, a difficult time to weed out guys that are going to keep and have to let go. Now, of course, you're always going to need special team guys. Special teams didn't look as good, especially with that Kiki fumble that happened early on in the game that led to a Packers touchdown. But throughout the game, it did get better. So that's a positive. And it was a lot of positives last night. It was a lot of positives uh, moving into week two of preseason. Uh, it's a lot we can build off on right now. Um interested in the cuts that are going to be made. The one thing, like I said, nothing really just popped off the screen to me. I was I was disappointed in Lonnie Johnson Jr., though. He yeah. didn't really do much. 
And Lonnie had, was a guy that we've been talking about. Exactly. Like, it's just like a what's going to happen. But I'm like, Lonnie, if you're going to do all that foolishness in practice. The flex. And, and the, at least you can like come to the game and perform at a high level, even if it is preseason. All right. Moving forward, going into preseason week two, there's going to be opportunity for growth. But the growth isn't opportunity from a bad growth. It's just getting better and better and better. And more importantly, getting more reps in. But I was really impressed by Karan Higdon last night, running back out of Michigan. He's trying to make the roster spot. Undrafted guy. So uh, moving forward, mentioned the trade. We got a guy that came from up north. I can't wait to talk about him. And I definitely want you guys to know about who? Duke Johnson, baby. Don't go anywhere. Locked on Texas podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked on Texans, only on the Locked on Podcast Network. John. Your boy. It finally happened. Your boy is The Houston Texans made a really good, valuable trade yesterday. You hear that, Jake? What's his name on Twitter? Leave Jake alone, man. Just be thankful Jake, <laughs> Jake is, is listening to us. I'm pretty sure he Justin. has. J- Justin. Justin, if you're out there listening, I appreciate all of your feedback. And if you want, you can come and be a guest on our show. Please oh, let, yeah. let us Who know if you want to accept the invitation. Thank you for listening. But wow, anyways, yesterday... Adam Scheffner of ESPN reported that the Houston Texans have traded the 2024th round pick to the Cleveland Browns in exchange to Duke Johnson. Now, of course, there is a little bit of a catch. John and some other fans are a little bit upset about. I'm not. I didn't say I was upset. I just said. I think that's a little bit a too little bit much. too much. Okay, I see where you're coming from, but at the end of the day, if Johnson is active for ten games. The Texans' the fourth-round pick will turn into a third-round pick and will be sent to Cleveland. John, how you feel about the trade? I like the, I like the trade to go get Duke Johnson. I love it. And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about those running backs first because I think if Duke Johnson comes in, he has to pass his physical, so the trade is still pending. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's one thing. And I think he will. Duke Johnson has been wanting to get out of Cleveland for a while when you have that mindset, you you kind of already pre-prepped to do everything to to not have yourself hindered from moving forward or to hinder yourself from moving forward, rather. So I think he'll pass that physical. I definitely think um, with the, the dynamic skill set he has, he'll be active for 10 games. <laughs> so that will be a third-round well, we pick. We don't know that. Maybe, maybe Texans well, management, but I like, look, dude. Hey, we need we, you to we, we, sit we out We're going to spread now. you out for, these, for, for nine games. You just keep doing your thing because we don't want to give up that third round pick. I'm not falling for that. But I listen, it's not I can't be really upset and mad. We've been calling for this for months now. We've been asking for this for months now. No, you know I have. Yeah, especially you. You have been on the Duke Johnson, the Houston train. And listen, I, I guys, really can't get too mad and pissed off. Listen, guys, I know I know Duke Johnson isn't one of the top tier running backs in the league. It's not like we went out and 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 required Ezekiel Elliott or Melvin Gordon, two guys who probably within the next week or two will be on the trading block. (laughs) But at the end of the day, you're talking about a guy who is a versatile running back and and he plays the style that, like I've been alluding to multiple times, Bill O'Brien has been wanting a running back 
who can who can catch out of the backfield. Last year, Duke Johnson was ranked in the top 40 of receptions coming from running backs. And he only ranked in the top 40, which was good because he was a backup running back. Yeah, and I'm looking at our production out the backfield. 25 receptions, receptions last year from Lamar Miller. 30, 36 the year before, 31 the year before that. His best year coming in Miami, but I don't care about Miami because that's not Houston. Um... Oh, let him know, John. Johnson will be impactful on this offense. Mm-hmm. He will bring that dynamic because what did we see last night? We saw Kiki get injured. That was scary. We all, no. And then after Kiki went down, which a lot of people, especially me and you, were looking at to see the production from him coming back and bouncing back after that last year. He dealt with a lot of injuries. Got injured last night. So once he went down, there really wasn't too much coming from that receiver position at all that popped off at all. Mm. And guess what Duke Johnson can do? He can line up in that slot yeah, for you. Yeah, he can. Like for his career, He'll win those battles. For his career over the past five years, this man has caught 235 yards. This man has caught 235 catches for 2,170 yards. Over the course of how many years? Five. And that and that's being a backup running back. Now, granted, I know he's still going to be the backup in Houston, but you know how valuable that is to have a running back where you can line up? Very valuable. Uh, very, 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 very valuable and needed. Uh, also because the play calling for last night was what it needed to be. Let's see who can run the ball. I did see a lot of interesting plays. I saw some, you know, typical Houston Texans plays. But I did see some interesting plays. And I know the focus has been adding a different dynamic to this to this offense that we haven't seen on a consistent basis. Now, granted, outside of last year, we haven't seen a quarterback through 16 games be able to bring that dynamic to that offense. And that is what I understand. Mm-hmm. But 47 catches last year, 74 the year before that, 53 before before that, 61 before that. That's just this guy can bring that dynamic. Yeah, With this out of the backfield lineup and slide, he'll win those one-on-one battles with linebackers. I'm happy for this trade. I uh, do I believe that the fourth turning into a third round was too much? Yeah, I can harp on that. But then I can also slap myself because this whole time I've been asking for a Duke Johnson. At one point, I was asking for Duke Johnson. So we got it done. And on top of that, it showed me well, that at least, you know what? Let's make a trade. Let's get something done. Let's get serious about bringing in talent. To win games, and, here. and, that, and that's and the, that's been my problem, and that's the best part about all of this because you said it yesterday on the show. Are the Texans even serious about bringing in talent? And then boom, slap me in the face. As soon, I, I blindside was, me, hit I was, me. I was, I was a little bit mad by the timing because as soon as I hit publish, boop, it, the trade happened. Yeah, but shout out to Duke Johnson, man, Mr. Johnson. If you're out there listening, please let us know if you'd like to be a guest on the show. Let's try that. Let's try to get him on here. I'm going to try to. You know, you work You work really well with getting the interviews done. Yeah, you know, just got to make those connections. You know, got sources. and Got to do that. Listen, guys, before we get out of here, feel-good story in football. It's happening every year. Damien Shay Gillespie, Cleveland Brown. Now, if you don't know this guy's name, he returned an 86-yard punt last night for a TD. 
He slept outside of outside the facility in his car, snuck into a a tryout for the Cleveland Browns, ran a 4-3. They said, hey, let's keep him around. When he scored last night, the entire team just jumped on him with joy. And there is a lot that always happens with this game. Whether it's negative, negative press, negative play, negative lifestyle, whatever. His story is not one of those. And I'm glad to see that. And I'm saying that because we have some undrafted guys on our team. You know, we have some guys that were either undrafted, late seventh round picks, whatever the case is. Long shots. I don't know if you guys play Madden, Madden, which, by the way, is a really good game this year. But a lot of long shots. Was there in your eyes, because for me, I have one guy, any of those undrafted guys that you believe can make the 53-man roster? Javier Edwards. I like that. That's my boy. That's your boy. And and, and last night, he, he played decent. Um, I know it seemed like when he came out of the snap, it's like he had his head down. Very too low. Uh, yeah, too low. But, I mean, once again, you're talking about a guy who this is his first NFL game. He's from Houston. I'm pretty sure he has a lot of pressure. Javier, if you all there listening, just, t- just relax, take a breather, and showcase what you can do. His size alone makes this guy a valuable option to make this 53-man roster. And not only that, once again, due to the fact that you do not know what you're going to get out of Jadavian Clowney this year with the whole contract situation, the Texans should do everything possible to make sure they have some key, valuable pieces on that defensive line this year, especially due to the health and age now of J.J. Watt. You don't want to put too too much pressure on him. And, yeah, I know Javier, he's a, he's a rookie. Not only that, he's an undrafted rookie. Mm-hmm. But this is a guy I truly believe can at least – he can only improve the Texans' defensive line. Yeah, one thing I did like about uh, Javier was on run plays. Now, one play, man, I, I did watch, did get pancake. Uh, but that was like the only negative I saw outside of him keeping his head too low. Uh, but off the ball, he's gonna be a he's gonna be a good option at stopping the run. Mm-hmm. Big body. Uh, and, and one of those plays, he yeah, drove the guard say, way back. Plays, man, I was like, "Good man, one of those, that, that play alone proves my point." When I just finished, freight train coming. That's what that was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Javier Edwards. I mean, I, I know that's our guy here at the show. Uh, but I gotta tell you, man, Tyrone Johnson. Oh Ty- yes, my goodness. Oh yes, I was not impressed by the receiving group last night. But what I did see out of Tyrone Johnson, speed. He's and he's been receiving praises throughout the entire camp and OTAs. The Texans like this guy. Now, of course, you can get liked all you want, but you got to go out there and make plays and make sure that you secure a spot. Mm-hmm. And I think last night was the first step for him. Oh yeah. Nobody else on that on that receiving court popped out. And honestly, the entire receiving court really didn't pop out at all. Like, none of the guys, but Tyrone Johnson made me say, "Oh, okay. This guy can be on this t- on this team. He got a spot somewhere." And um, I, I was very impressed by him last night. There's a lot more to look forward to in the next three weeks, preseason game two, three, and four. 
Four, you know what? Four, I probably won't even watch four. I'm just joking. I'll watch four. You because better. You, <laughs> Justin, I'm sorry. Justin gonna come after you. Uh, but I'll definitely watch remember, four. I'm, we, we, even though we said we live in Houston, most of the games come on at 12, 3, 7, and Monday night at 7. We automatically watching it. For some reason, he missed For that. For some reason, all he heard was... You're a New Orleans fan, and I'm a Patriot fan. And now we don't watch the game. But Justin, man, once again, if you're out there listening, once again, thank you for your feedback, my brother. And if you would like to be a guest on this show, get your followers up, Justin. Wow, <laughs> just around. Justin, that's John. You know, if you want to be a guest on the show, that's with Friday me, foolishness, man. Let's just, just you know, just hit me up on Twitter. You can follow me at Cody C O T Y D A V I S underscore twenty four. Why is it twenty four? Because I believe Kobe Bryant is the goat. Watch, he ain't gonna like that either. This is football. <laughs> get your followers up, Justin. But thank you for checking out the show, of course. Yeah. But uh, like, I honestly, for real, for real, if you really do want to be on, be a guest on the show, just hit us. Yeah, up call me show. out. Some sports guy, you can call me out. I love it. I love the back and forth and debate. I really do. Live for it. This is Locked On Texans Podcast, your daily Texans talk on Locked On Podcast Network. Shout out to Locked On Podcast. The Locked On NFL. We are growing every day. Follow Locked On NFL. Check out Locked On NFL. Listen, you think these other guys around here are not touching this Locked On Podcast Network right now. You have so many different personalities. You have so many different formats and so many ways of doing shows and just fun and informative and everything you have. So we are the Bulls on Parade with a party twist here at Locked On Texans. Check out Locked On NFL. Until next time, you guys enjoy your day. Wherever you are. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your weekend. Have a safe weekend. I know I am. I'm going on vacation. Vacation. You're going on the most vacations. No, I don't. Yes, you do. You just came back from Dallas. You was in Atlanta. I don't know how many times. Just one time. (laughs) You you have a lot of vacation time. Oh, my goodness, man. Do they roll? You know they're not supposed to roll over. Y'all doing some some cheeky stuff over there. I'm going on my vacations. I'll say that. So then you're gonna have another then watch you gonna come back. I'm, I'm gonna map out the show for the next couple of weeks, then you're gonna hit me with that. I can't do it that week. Wow, I'm going I'm, to I'm always doing the show if I'm I, going I, to New York. I, oh my gosh. This is locked on Texas, Make everybody. Sure you going to Canada. Make sure you then subscribe after, to you can argue that sports.com. Again, that's you can argue that sports.com. Check us out on Locked On Texans. Uh, on Twitter and follow the and like the then Germany <laughs> like the Facebook then Japan, page as well then China until next time again have a great weekend and be safe I'm out some sports guy Cody Davis then Canada. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>